This is a small city. Just north of the big city. Built on brickyards, factories, small businesses. With a rich history and strong roots. And this is a podcast. That serves to tell our story. Share our experience. And celebrate our community. This. This. Is Beacon. Well, all right. Welcome back, everyone, to This is Beacon. Today, we're going to do a little bit of a different format here. What we're going to do is accept the feedback that we've gotten in recent months, whereas everyone seems to know I am Beacon, but there's a little bit confusion or not confusion, but I would just say like lack of awareness of all the things that we actually do at I am Beacon. So today what we're going to do is just kind of go through the latest happenings, all things I am Beacon, and we'll start with the I am Beacon strong shirts that you may have seen out there. And it's, there's actually an initiative behind it. So I'm going to pass it over to Ruben to to bring you guys up to speed. So what is this thing, I Am Beacon Strong? Okay, thanks, Brooke. But um, so, so I Am Beacon Strong, it's, it's a T-shirt that people can get at Key Food, which is located on Main Street in Beacon. If you haven't seen the shirts, they are beautiful. First, they're soft. I don't know if you if you've noticed the difference there. Yeah, they're yeah they're, they're, they are a different material than our regular I Am Beacon shirts that we've been selling for a few years now. Yeah, they're soft. They're, they're almost like a slate gray with big white lettering on it that say I Am Beacon Strong. And then they have have the logos beneath the I Am Beacon logo, the Key Food logo, and then Remark Printing logo, which are the sponsors of the I Am Beacon Strong initiative. So take it away in terms of what is this t-shirt doing? What is this initiative? Where did it come from? So obviously 2020 been a, a year that no one can, could ever predict that happened. It feels like we're living in a movie. But during, during the COVID times and with the shutting down of local businesses and people having to stay home, I just wanted to think about how could we be giving back? You know, Beacon, we're so blessed to have come from a community that when a lot of nonprofits, when just even like us with I Am Beacon, a lot of our events are, we have a I Run Beacon, the Back to School Block Party. Local local business owners support our initiatives and they always give where they can. During this time of need, I was thinking about, well, how can I reverse that? How, how can I and Beacon give back to the to the businesses that are that are always there when when the community is asking. Yeah, so, like um, you know, I think about so often if you're a small business owner, particularly in Beacon, because we know I think the last metric I saw was something like 17% of the businesses in Beacon are nonprofits. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that was, I mean, don't quote me, but you know, fact check for me. But that was the last metric that I saw was somewhere around 17% of the businesses. So as a small business owner, like, you know, constantly there's probably people walking walking in saying support this support that you know in addition to all the youth programming and activities and things like that um, I think COVID was a unique time where businesses were attacked in a real way so you know thinking back to where we were in the shutdown in March and in April I remember you know Ruben calling quite a bit to be like what are we going to do for the businesses now how do we reverse this how do we as a nonprofit, how can we be there for them is there something we can do and one thing just for you guys to know back at, at I am Beacon is you know we are willing to try anything we are willing to at least raise our hand right wrong or indifferent if 
it works or it doesn't, just knowing that we're doing our part and we're trying is a big thing, right? Like we give ourselves permission to dream and we give ourselves the flexibility to take action against those dreams. So yeah, so that was definitely where we were back in the end of March, early April. And then this idea of yeah, so initiative. The, and, and also the idea really came about the whole we wanted to make sure that we were keeping the spirits within communities you know so junior actually reached out to me because he started with milford strong out in milford with his key food store out there just uh because you know with everyone at home like i think morale was down too you know community spirit was down so so he, he brought the idea of like well what do you think if we just do iron beacon strong t-shirts you know and then I was, I was like yeah we once again yeah we can do anything you know but then w- once w- once we I, he got me in a conversation my wheels just kept spinning kept spinning like all right so what do i do after that all right people are gonna, we got the iron beacon strong shirts all right we'll sell them we'll get them out there well if we're selling it what what, what can i do with the money you know what maybe i could support local businesses with this so then it so then it came down i was like you know what i got a great idea I was, I was like, with the money that we raised from it, we'll buy gift cards from local businesses. And I was like, well, and how do you just give away these gift cards? Another idea. Yeah. Whoever buys a shirt is actually going to get a raffle ticket. So, so, that, so then it just all started to come together, you know. So, so we came up with the idea. It's the Iron Beacon Strong shirts. And then the price point. So shout out to Remark Pritton, one of the sponsors who are also helping with this initiative. It was like, how do we work out a price point that we can also not hurt your business because you're also a small lo- local business and how can we raise funds and not also hurt people because at, at this time not only were small business shut down but some people weren't working some people who weren't working aren't getting paid you know some people were working from home maybe still getting paid so so I had to add in all these factors of well I can't do something that's going to cost too much or something that's also like you want you want to help you want to support but people are going through their own personal struggles so it's like how, how, how do you take all those factors and, 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 and narrow something down? So so we were able to work it out where it was like, you know what? We're going to sell the shirts for $25. It's going to pay for the cost of the shirts. And then what, with the money that we get off of it, we're going to go to get gift cards. What, what's a good gift card for, for a, a business, you know? So we just started. I said, you know what? Let's just start with whole numbers. Let's try and get 100 shirts printed with some at $25. Um, $5 goes to the cost of the shirt. The $20 will go to the gift cards. We'll try and do $100 gift cards for business. And then that, that's just how we started with it. And we got it out there. We got the shirts out there. And um, people started buying the shirts. And I think some people started buying the shirts because so we wanted to do two rounds of raffles, so to speak. So when we started raffling off, talking with some of the winners are like you know what I totally forgot that I even bought this shirt they was like yeah I had this raffle and I was I have this raffle ticket I was gonna go back to Kifu to find out like uh is is this up or are we still is this still going on you know so like it was it was good positive feedback but I think even through the process of uh, speaking with even some of the business owners so when I'm going to the business owners to get some of these gift certificates at first you know when a nonprofit showing up they're like it's usually an ask. <laughs> yeah. They're like, here we go. So, so they were like, you know, we can't do nothing right now. And I'm like, no, no, no. I, I, we, we get that. You know, the, the, we're actually reversing it. So then now when I'm like, you know, no, I want to buy a gift card from you. We want to give back. We wanna, it was kind of like a hold on. Different conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're getting something out of this. And I was like, yeah, no, this, this is, you guys always been supporting all, all, all community um, organizations throughout, I'm saying years, you mm-hmm. know. So, so the, the conversation was some of the business owners were yeah. almost comical at first. Yeah. But um, they feel seen, right? Like it's like, oh, you do actually see the condition that I'm in right now, right? Because so often I think. 
we're all in our own little bubble and we're all seeing and experiencing this life, this thing called life in our own lens, right? But I think like giving us this opportunity to go back to small businesses to say, we see you, we see the plight that you're in and we're here to encourage you to be a part of this initiative that's about really the community saying thank you to you, the community saying yeah. we see you, the community saying we back you, right? Like yeah. we've, we've got your back, we're trying, we're doing doing the best that we can from where we are, which is, you know, um, for those of you who are familiar with Iron Beacon, that's really, that's really been something that's been our, our driving force. Like we never look at something in isolation. Like it's never just, it's going to benefit this one category of human being or whatever. Right. So I think about, you know, things like our back to school block party, right. Where it's like, yes, it's there so that we can raise the funds for the back to, for the class in the bag program. That's one thing to provide backpacks to, the kids in need in the community but it's also an opportunity for all these organizations to come together so that you know girl scouts boy scouts ptas ptos dentists all that stuff can get their information out to the people that they want to service which are the families and the students in our community so again you know this idea of it being not just a win for one but a win for all i love that because this initiative says it started with this idea of giving back to the community giving back to the small business owners, right? But it's through the idea of raising the morale of the Beacon community on something that we're so so um, uniquely positioned to do mm-hmm. because all things Beacon has always been that. One thing about Beacon folks is that we stand up for one another. Yeah. No, I couldn't agree more. And, and if, if you haven't seen I got on social media I ended up doing a TikTok on how the process works you know Junior was like oh I, I, you want to do a video and I'm like I know you do a lot of those videos and stuff I, I've, I've never done it but I was like you know I'll try it for this initiative because we announced it on the Spirit of Beacon Day so people got to see our virtual table and, and hear about it and there's flyers around the city about the I Am Beacon Strong shirts and then and then we did this video so basically you would walk into Key Food you would go to the counter of where they got the shirts at you would ask for the I Beacon Strong shirt, get your size, and then when you pay for it, you get the raffle ticket. That raffle ticket gets held, and then once we generate enough money, then we go out and get the gift cert- gift certificates. So, like, it's kind of cool because it's kind of like a surprise. Like, so you don't know what gift card you're gonna get, you don't know what business what business is that that, that you're actually in for. So on the there's on, a surprise element to it there. Yeah, and I, I guess on the consumer side of things, like I'm I'm, I'm getting a shirt and I'm getting a potential opportunity for a hundred dollar gift card yeah and you know and you're getting you know so if i if i were to you know this would be my pitch to all of you out there that you know why would i get my iron beacon strong shirt one it's because hey you're getting a really cool shirt and i personally love wearing mine because it's nice and comfy two you're and highly limited edition possibly yeah. we're yes. only doing <laughs> the, the plan right now is only the first hundred yeah yeah so you have that limited edition piece two by purchasing this shirt you're saying hey i I'm here to back my community, right? A lot of people always ask, like, what can I do to give back? What can I do? Like, how can I show my support to the broader community? Here's a way that you can genuinely show your support because those dollars are going to go towards that $100 gift card. And then lastly, the surprise element, the raffle ticket, the raffle ticket there is kind of like that, you know, excitement, jazz, you know, you don't know, you may 
may be a winner, but you got to be in it to win it, right? Just like the lottery. Yeah, and 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 I think that's that's something I even probably said on uh, either social media or the video when we did our first round of raffles. So presently, we did a first round of raffles. So and um, we still have shirts that are at Key Food. So still that, available. So that, and we still plan to get more gift cards. The way is kind of mathematically designed is every five shirts sold is enough for us to get a gift card from a local business. So every time we sell five shirts, we can go to another to a business to get a hundred dollar gift card. I love that. It's like hashtag five more shirts. I think like you know if you're out there and you're like, hey, like I love this initiative, I I, I love this idea, then my challenge to you is you plus four of your friends get out there, get over to get over there to Key Food and um, get your shirts today and get your raffle tickets today. In terms of the round one winners, we had how many how many gift cards already went out so far? Yeah, so we want we wanted to do 10 and 10, but with with the timing and wanting to promote it more, we just did the first seven to get it out there, see how it was going to go, and like 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 everything all Iron Beacon, you know how we learn through the process, you know, <laughs> so so we, we, we got, uh, there's seven winners currently, and then they're the recipients, recipients of gift cards to uh, Beacon Delights, Mountaintops, uh, Yankee Clipper, Bank Square Coffee, BJ's Restaurant, and um, Romanova's and Ama, the pizza restaurant on Main Street, right next to, uh, right down the corner of Main and South Bread Street. Yeah, I mean, those are really good gift cards, number yeah, one. Perfect. I mean, I kind of want, I, I wish I won. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> want that BJ's one. <laughs> yeah, and then I like the other thing about it is that it, it's it different types of businesses, too. You didn't hear all just restaurants. You didn't mm-hmm. hear all just retail, right? So it's a real surprise. And, you know, the other thing that it might do, too, is force your feet into a, a store that maybe you haven't been able to get into so far. Yeah, so it's funny that you say that because, like, yeah, that, that that was also, like, on, on – as I'm learning, it's like, you know what? This is also going to be that 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 opportunity. So, like, even as I'm presenting, calling people, congratulating them that they won in their car, the one guy was like, you know, he says, hey, is it Beacon Delight? Beacon Delight, I heard of this. And I said, yeah, now it's the, is it, they sell, like, the candles, the knickknacks, right? I mean, he's like, oh, I always wanted to go in there. He's like, now I got an opportunity. I can go in there and I can get something out of there. And I was like, yeah. yeah. So, on, 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 on the business end, with understanding that the COVID had to shut things down and, you know, people were staying at home, the other part of the whole gift card thing was now is um, business-specific. So you have to support that business because uh, early on we talked about gift cards and um, I didn't want generic gift cards because then you could just spend it anywhere yeah. Um, yeah. with this being a local initiative. So that and then it gets the people who are comfortable to come out to get out and get into the community and get into the stores, you know. Yeah. And, you know, now that, you know, you you for, you know, because we are fortunate in Beacon that we do have a lot of places that we can choose to eat, that we can choose to shop. And, you know, I personally, you know, guilty of being like, oh, that place closed. I didn't get a chance to get in there, you know? So I think this initiative also, to your point, when people feel comfortable and safe to return back into the stores, it encourages them um, to walk in there. And and ultimately for the business owner, it could convert uh, someone who hasn't made that conversion into the store to then being a regular shopper, right? Like the Beacon Delight is a great example. Like, you know, I know I have friends that do not live in Beacon that are like, hey, next time you come, because I will gift them a Beacon Delight candle or something like that and now it's just like a regular thing that I do for a number of people that that I've already like engaged with that particular store so it if I didn't do that I probably wouldn't have thought of that as like a nice little 
gift card there and same thing for the food right because i know once you have a plate of food at bj's it's not gonna be your last no yeah. never is <laughs> never ever is <laughs> yeah did, did 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 you find something brandon that you wanted to play yeah i did i actually found your tiktok video and and shout out to trying tiktok yeah, i for am real. so I was, impressed I was, when i saw it like i don't normally pay attention to tiktok videos but when i saw tiktok and i saw ruben i was like oh wait a minute <laughs> whoa when you said that i was like excuse me so making his his TikTok debut. Here is our own Ruben Simmons. If you didn't catch the Spirit of Vegan Day video, I'm here to show you how to get your Iron Vegan Strong shirt. When you get to the counter, just hack for your size. Can I get an extra large? When you pay for your shirt, make sure you get your ticket. This is your ticket. You'll be entered into a raffle to win a $100 gift card from a surprise business on Main Street Beacon. So how many how many takes did that take? It took one take. Damn! I said Junior. Well, shout out to Junior. I'm saying Junior, Junior coached me through it, and then we, we took it one take. And um, I guess the way you make a TikTok video is a little bit easier than when we filmed our virtual IMB. <laughs> oh, okay. Which, which took us because because he could just take a couple real quick, and he and he can edit it like right there. Like so, it's only yeah. like all right, you know, what, just say that one line real quick again. You know, it, 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 that that was pretty fast, and I was like, oh, that was. I see why these kids are just doing these videos all over. Listen, the place. man, I, I see, I see you. I see you slowly getting into the the social media video game. You, you know, first it was with it was with Bunsy's Run. I saw the little oh, documentation yeah, yeah. going on, which I enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> then the virtuals, now the TikToks. Yeah, wow. I'm 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 thoroughly impressed. And you know, one take. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Excuse yeah, me, talent. One take Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I don't know about all that. We'll, 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 we'll see how things go in the future. A couple other things that I just wanted to shout out is other ways that people can support lo local businesses. Obviously, we have this initiative, but even as, if you're not in Beacon or I'm saying you want to bring it to your community, depending on where you hear this, some things that don't cost anything. Six ways to support small businesses. You could write a positive review. You could tell your friends and family about the business. Follow them on social media. Engage with their posts on social media. Give them shout outs and sign up for their newsletter. These are these are other ways that of thinking outside the box that that maybe we we kind of uh, not ignore but just think maybe like common knowledge or common sense and it's like oh you know what I, I see it all the time sometimes like even with the I am vegan page like I told somebody I'm like you know I mean you've been following us you've been you, you've been to our events you still haven't even liked our page yet yes. Yeah, it happens a lot. It happens quite a bit. Yeah, so you know, so, so when I, when I was thinking about like ways to support local businesses and, and talking to a local, and I got this from a local business. Um, so was, I just wanted to put yeah, that out there and for I would, people. And I would dovetail, you know, so like, you know, a lot of folks right now, like I was saying before, are saying like, what can I do from where I am, right? Everything that you just listed costs zero dollars. It's just a few minutes of your time, right? Like it take, how long does it take to like a page, right? So, you know, if you're listening to this while you're listening to this, I want you to pause Jump on over to your Facebook app or your Instagram app, whatever app you're choosing, and and challenge yourself. You know, 10 businesses that I love in Beacon, let me make sure that I have at least liked their page. That will go a long way. If you really love or enjoy something from that particular bar, restaurant, retail establishment, write a quick little review because I know personally, right, like Amazon knows this best, but I know personally that it does help. It does go that extra mile, you know. 
know, and as we continue to open up things, right, like as, you know, knock on wood, if things continue and we get on the other side of this virus, right, we know that we are a tourist led, you know, community. We've got Mm -hmm. a lot of people that don't know anything about Beacon that come in. So this is your chance of saying, hey, if you're going to come in, this is the business that I recommend that you at least stop by during your time here with us. So, so again, that's my challenge to you. Go out there, one, make sure you like um, their page. And if you can, you know, join their newsletter, engage in anything that they're doing because they truly appreciate it. I know personally from I Am Beacon, yes, we are a nonprofit, so not the same space, but, you know, just to see that people are liking the Facebook page allows us to know that all the stuff that we're doing here is getting to more people. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And and like I said, um, the Iron Beacon Strong shirts are still on sale at Key Food. And we're fin- and one, once it's finished up, I don't know the future of it. We'll leave that in the community's hands. But I'm looking forward to seeing how this whole initiative plays out. So support your local businesses and uh, make sure you get your exclusive shirt as it is for right now. Yes. Lim- yes. Limited time offer. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, so transitioning to another big thing that we do here at Iron Beacon, this next one is really um, something that we've been doing for years. This year has worked out a little bit different. What we are going to talk about is the I Run Beacon 5K. Now, if you are just the average citizen, how would you engage or how would you see the run in the past? I think maybe one, you would notice shirts that say I Run Beacon with a, big, <laughs> with a big footprint on them. We tend to, to try to change the colors from year to year. What are some of the colors that we've had? Yeah, so we've had the the, ne- the safety yeah. green they call the night neon yellow yeah. or safety green some people call it we'd had a neon green we've had a like a almost kind of like a, a casual shirt it was like a gray shirt with like blue stripes on the shoulder yeah. we've had, had orange, we have right? orange yep. this year was pink yeah our first shirt was white yeah, and the, fir- and the first way that, you know, you may have engaged with them was because this run, this is now, this was our ninth, ninth year yeah. running the I Run Beacon 5K. It has always happened the last Sunday in September, the be- and, it, and it kicked off the, the spirit of Beacon Day for us, right? So in the morning at Memorial Park, you may have seen a bunch of runners over there. We'd have, like, the banner. We'd have the balloon arch. We'd have the running man, yeah, like we'd the have dancing that, guy yeah, in the air. That, the air. Air dancer? I <laughs> yeah. think they're called air dancers. air dancers. I'm like, literally, my hands are in the air right now. <laughs> I know you can't you see me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is this thing that does this? Um, so we would have a bunch of folks over there. And over the years, you know, the race has grown each and every year. What I love most is that we tend to have repeat runners. We tend to have a strong community um, support here. I think something like anywhere between 80 and 85% of our runners from year to year are from Beacon, Beacon residents, which has been phenomenal, right? And the running guy that does our race timer, mm-hmm. he would always tell us like, you know, you guys like, wow, like you have such a strong support from your community because, you know, yes, obviously it says I run Beacon 5K and mm-hmm. that's where we promote. But, you know, typically in the race space, you tend to find people from all over that come to these races and, and our race always felt like it was like Beacon's own, right? Yeah. Um, Which is awesome. So we've had this race for nine. This was our ninth year. I would say races one through eight operated very similar in the sense that you would have that one day. Everybody would come to the park super early. 
they would complete their 5K all together. Mm-hmm. Yep, you'd have your award ceremony right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'd have and we'd have that award ceremony sometimes on Channel 22. Yeah. Um, so you know, shout out, shout to, out to Pete. Yep. Thank you, Pete, Pete, for making that. You know, always being available for us Pete to make with sure. Video people. ventures. Yes, and that was awesome. This year, as with most things that have happened in 2020, COVID kind of put the brakes on that to be safe to make sure that we're keeping everybody's safety first and and foremost we decided that we would pivot this year and that was also something that we had to think about right because quite often you know a lot of things in 2020 were just canceled flat out canceled and we could have done the same for the for the run and same thing back in the early part of the months uh, the early part of the pandemic we were kind of tossing out what do we do right yeah and and for i guess people who don't know and this would be a good time to clarify even what why the run exists and, and where those financial contributions go to. The 100% of the proceeds for I Run Beacon go to our Making a Difference scholarship that we have with Beacon High School. So we have a $2,000 scholarship that gets awarded to a graduated senior every year. And if we were to cancel this, then obviously there would be no funds to award somebody in the June graduation. So as we're thinking about how we're going to do things, there's other implications of, of just canceling an event. And so it was more like of sitting back thinking about, well, if we do cancel, what what ramifications come with that? Yeah, and it's also to, to again, like all things I am Beacon, right? If you haven't noticed the trend here, everything that we do is bigger than us. It's not about, you know, in, in so many ways, right? We are 100% volunteer only nonprofit organization, which Facts. does, which does kind of separate us from, a traditional nonprofit, right? Because at the end of the day, everything that comes in has a purpose before we even receive it. And this run is a beautiful example of that, right? Like last I checked, they weren't canceling school. Yeah. <laughs> last I checked, you know, kids aren't, you know, delaying going off to college and things like that. So and for last us, time I checked, college wasn't giving back no, no, no uh, dollars. Tuition, tuition dollars. No, no, they still charge it. <laughs> I got that bill at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm fighting with my school now. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing all virtual classes. I paid for in-person classes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Charging me full price. That's crazy. Well, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still charged for classes that I took in early 2000s. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's another podcast. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, we can actually touch on that, right? Because the the start of, you know, I I run Beacon has been going on nine years. So it yep. is it's kind of like our first staple milestone type event that we really put our feet in in a real way. And and that comes from a real place. And that real place is us. Right. Because as you know, a victim of the insane cost of college in America. The student loan debt crisis. That, yeah, yeah, as a victim of the student loan debt crisis in America, I could have come out of my degree, right, in, in you know, full transparency. At the end of the day, I spent over $100,000 in order to obtain a bachelor's degree, and I did not have financial support. I had a ton of emotional support and love and all that other kind of stuff from my family. Which matters. Which matters. Which matters. But when it came to dollars and actual sense, I was on my own, right? And and I'm not unique in that. A lot of students are in that. But coming out of that and, and founding I Am Beacon, one of the things that we talked about was, you know, just because this is what I've been through to get to where I am doesn't mean that 
I think everyone should have to go at it alone. So one of the first things that we established was the Making a Difference Scholarship Fund. And we had identified a 5K, again, that win-win, right? Because the the first thing is to raise the funds. Secondarily from there is in a way that's backed by the community. Mm. So how do you give a positive celebratory event to the community that ultimately gives back to the youth? And that's the impetus of the Iron Beacon 5K. Yeah, and and I definitely don't want to, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, give a shout out to Ethel Grogan and Cindy Pomerico, who were, who were instrumental instrumental in start in giving us the structure of how to even build a 5k or organize a 5k you know they they had a group called the marathon project that they would run with a group of kids and that's that's even where i got inspired to be like you know what i want to be at least part of organizing a 5k in the city we 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 have these people who run and it seemed like every 5k that they were getting involved with they had to travel somewhere. And I'm saying, yeah, we don't even have one right here in this community. So like it, it, it inspired me to make sure that we had one in Beacon and it wouldn't have got done without their help of, of structuring and what was neat, the needs. And so I want to thank them. Also, a big shout out to the community, to the people who get involved with it. The scholarship started as a five hundred dollar scholarship. After our first after after our first run, it quickly grew to a two thousand dollar scholarship. To date, I think we've given over twenty thousand dollars. We're around twenty four thousand dollars of high school of high school senior recipients. You know, there and was that's th- continuously. That's not just one year. Yeah, no, it's continuously uh, yeah. from the start. And um, at a couple years, we gave more than two thousand dollars because, yeah. like one, like like Brooke said, the money that we get in. So th- th- there was one year I. I believe we gave five thousand dollars out in schol- in scholarship. So we gave our traditional two thousand dollars scholarship, and then plus with the, the influx of runners, I think we were close to almost two hundred runners that year. Yeah, you know, so so that that put more money into the fund instead of holding it over to next year. And I know, you know, we we just from our applicant pool, we we pulled more application winners. You know, so um, yeah, and you know that that again, that you know that power of collaboration, that mm-hmm. power of what comes what comes in is what goes out right so when you know when our race continued to grow we didn't just say oh that's great extra cake to sit there to do what like what are we all here for right yeah, like yeah. like what are we doing here we are here for the students right so as soon as we had that conversation of like we filled the fund and then it was like we've over delivered against our goal in order to have um, the scholarship readily available and we were like well that's great because now more students can have opportunity here because quite frankly when it comes down to choosing the scholars because again it's about making a different scholarship so we are giving this not only to someone who has demonstrated academic ability but also has demonstrated that they are giving back to the community that they live the spirit of I am Beacon every day and I am personally blown away by the applicants every year. Yeah, it's always tough, man. It's you and me both. I'm, I'm glad I ain't the decision maker. I'll tell you that. Because again, when I when I when I when I first started reading the f- the first applications, you know, what we got inspired by one. You know, yeah. our, our our first scholarship winner is the reason why we have the back to school block party and the class in the bag initiative. Shout you know? out to Pam Gadsden. Yeah. So you know, and and reading through the application year after year, it. it 
I can't help but to think is like we always hear about the negative, you know, when when you're on social media or when when you're talking with people, people can always point out the negative or like give, give you a sense of like, man, w- what is the hope of the future? But every time I read them applications, I feel like, well, there's there's some bright hope in, in yeah. Beacon, you know, in or I'm saying if, if, if these kids were to come back to this community, there's a bright future or wherever they go, they, they, there's a bright future because some of the applications, I they they, they just blow me away and I and the committee that kind of picks the winners everyone's criteria has like that little bit of difference that's what I kind of like about our scholarship where it's like no are you, you might be the class valid Victorian but that that's, that's not what we're looking for yeah. so so it's not academically based it's, it's not sports based you know and then and the people who are on the committee who are looking they have their their little niche of what they're actually looking for and it, and it but it all falls into the whole making a difference about who the actual individual is mm-hmm. you know that's why sometimes I, I kind of skip over the the grade part or what do you get from the guidance counselor there some of them attach it to it yeah. oh the transcript yeah, yeah. The transcript. yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, i skip yeah. over yeah. that i i transcripts I, don't always mean everything yeah i i get into the 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 personal questions of of who are you what have you done what have you done here yeah yeah, yeah yep. you know and 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 your future and your vision like like the vision question always gets me too like like you see vegan how it is now if you were in a position to make change like what, what do you see for the future and stuff and some of the ideas that some of these kids have they're exciting yeah, you get, know. Like, excited for it. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it gives us a little bit from like an IMB perspective, it gives us a, a window into their world a little bit. I know I personally love just like just seeing things through their eyes, not only what they've accomplished, but what they hope to see in the future. Yeah. Which is awesome. And so coming into, you know, I said races one through eight were pretty much standard. They were physical events. And then coming into COVID, we had to, we made the decision because of our commitment to the youth we wanted to continue this race so this year what we did was we pivoted to opening the iron beacon and running it as a virtual event which meant that folks had to run the race on their own and then submit in their their results that way so I think, you know, a couple things through that. Logistically, it was challenging for me personally, yeah. right? Like, so in the middle of a pandemic, trying to like pivot on all things, I can't imagine what a business owner had to go through because from just this race alone, there was a lot of things that we just had to learn on the fly. We had to figure it out. And I think, you know, all in all, while we didn't get the same number of people um, participating, which is, you know, was expected, we did get, we did land with 57 runners. So thank you, thank you, thank you to those folks that participated there. And, you know, 57 runners, that's a lot. In a pandemic? I think that's a pretty decent number. That's not chump change. So, So, you know... The thing about having the having the runners out there or whatever, one, it's going to allow us to continue this this vir- virtual aspect, you know, because like obviously when when you're looking at, looking back on things and you're know saying like in hindsight, as they say, is like you know what maybe we should always have this component, you know? But yeah. it's like, yeah, sometimes... You don't why, know until you're actually in the situation yeah, so that, to try it out. That's why tw- tw- 2020 might have been a bad year yeah, for, it, for, for most people. It would have been. But it was also a challenging year for just for a lot of companies, organizations. Yeah. And, and when we took on a couple of challenges, and then I, I think... We're gonna grow out of it too, you know. So I don't, I don't look at 2020 as a complete like. There's disaster. a silver lining to it, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, and I think the other thing, you know, it opened my eyes because, you know, quite often. <laughs> 
here's one thing you have to know about I Am Beacon is that, you know, and this is probably why I was so shocked at you doing your TikTok video, <laughs> is that we are not, we're not very technically savvy as an organization just yet. Um, just yet. Just dot, yet. Dot, yeah. Right. Key point. Just um, yet. Yes. So when it came to running this event virtually, we you know, I had the thought early on, you know, we have a lot of people from Beacon that have moved out of Beacon, but they are yeah. still very much connected to the community and they want to give back and they want to participate. And I just, you know, through this experience, I realized we could have had that available to them all this time. Yeah. So, so, you know, the virtual aspect of the race will continue as we move forward. We will have a, in a mm -hmm. live event, but I mean, we had someone sign up this year that lives in Ohio. Right. And, you know, wow, like we have people all over this country that would love to participate virtually. And we just never gave them that opportunity yeah, before yeah. because we weren't thinking, you know, that intuitively I guess, or thinking that outside the box. But now that's something that we've picked up one, you know, running the logistics on it. Now we know how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, thank you, pandemic. You know, if I'm going to thank you for something, I'll thank you for that. The innovative thinking that we had to do, the learning, the growth that we had to have, because I don't know if I would have had or we would have had the capacity to do that learning had it not yeah. been forced upon us. Imagine if one of us last year presented at one of our meetings, hey guys, let's do a virtual run. We would have been like, wait, what? <laughs> like, what are you, what are you talking about? How do you yeah, do that? And, and, and part of it goes back to just people understanding that everyone who's involved with I'm Vegan is 100% nonprofit. I mean, 100% volunteer. So, so everyone has their own job. So to add another component to a race that's already growing, yeah, if somebody would have came to the, like if somebody on the board would have came with that idea, like I, I know I would have, I would have shoved it like... <laughs> I'm, yeah, you're, you're gonna need your own support here. You know what I'm saying? Is somebody seconding that? Because I'm, you know, because yeah, sometimes, sometimes it's just it's, you know it's biting because it, it also goes back into like my, my philosophy of, of 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 the people who are who are willing to volunteer. I'm not trying to take your life away, you know, and and, and I don't want I don't want you to I don't want anyone to ever be overwhelmed with anything. And just to add a component onto something that was already growing, I, and I know my first thought would have been like, you know, what, let me relax. Or, you know, we'll look into that next year. Yeah, let me bring know? it back a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the other thing that's a little different in this virtual event is that Ruben got to participate for the first time. Oh, yeah, I definitely did the, my, <laughs> my, my, my first run. At, <laughs> after I told myself... <laughs> After I've, I told myself, you know, I'll definitely do the one, the 10th, the 10th anniversary. So I'm, I'm, I'm ahead of schedule on, on when I was planning <laughs> to actually do it. Yep. So, but, 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 but it was cool. I ran it with my fiance, Hannah and her, and her niece, Noelle, who Noelle definitely challenged me to make sure that I came in there with, it came in with a respectable number. She was like, she was like on my tail the whole race. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And, um, that's a perfect segue because we'll go through all of our winners now and, so maybe you did help Noelle because she was trying to keep up with you. Noelle ended up being um, our overall female winner. Oh, word? Yes, Ooh, she did. Noelle. And not for nothing, Noelle is also a Beacon youth. Yes. And she attends Roundabout right now. Do, do, do we have times too? Yes. So she ran it in 25 minutes and seven seconds. Damn. And she just she just squeezed out in front of another runner to get that overall female winner. So I will I will give that props to you, Ruben. You probably helped motivate her to, to go a little bit faster. <laughs> um, and then our overall male winner was Joseph Brent at 21 minutes 23 seconds. Joseph. For yes. Real. Yes. Yes. <laughs> 
And then from female 30 to 39, we had Hannah Hockler and Anne Marie Popovic as first. They tied for first. Which which was also something that we had to... Yeah, that's never happened before. Yes. Well, we, when you're in a live event, right, like people will like push up yeah, and then yeah. somebody will come in front of the other yeah, person, yeah. but they came in at the same exact time. And then we have Christine Alicia. I, I feel like you, Ruben, when you're always messing up these people's last names. <laughs> that, 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 that's why I passed that to Brandon, man. You know, I'm, I'm real bad with names. In second, and Andrea Farah with a third place. Male, 30 to 39, we have Walter Deering in first place, Ruben Simmons in second place. What? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> first running, I'm placing. You know? Whoa, wait, wait, your yeah. first run, you came in first place? Second. No. Second? Second, yep. And David Moore came in third place. Shout out to the low numbers. <laughs> Female, 40 to 49, we have Christine Alvarado in first place. Amber Kelman in second place and Melanie Vader Vatier Vatier in third place. Male 40 to 49. We have Joseph Brent in first place and Michael Farah in second place. Female 50 to 59. We have Anne Marie Quartironi in first place. Diane White second place and Melissa McCoy, McCoy in third place. Male 50 to 59, we have first place, Sean Bopp. Second place, Greg Champin. Female 60 to 69, shout out to my mom, Suzette Simmons. In male 60 to 69, we have Ray Herps in first. In second place, we have Harry Owens. In third place, we have Alfonso Naranjo. And then our oldest runner coming in at first place in the set male 70 and over is Chris Bopp. Congratulations to all those winners. Yes. So we had we had runners, you know, obviously we had runners that were both male and female. We had runners in their teens all the way up till their 70s, which is awesome. And, you know, as you know, this is we call it the I run beacon, but it's actually a run walk. So we do have folks that that choose to walk it. And that's for us to be more inclusive of all members of the community. You know, we also allow strollers. So next year, if we're all together again, you know, it's really meant for it to be a celebratory community event but then those that are really out there to get competitive and and and, you know win the race we definitely have um some pretty strong runners every year uh show up so thank you thank you to everybody who's participated and we look forward to seeing you guys next year hopefully in person if not we've got the virtual rundown yeah uh, we'll we'll definitely do it again and uh this will be another note to make that uh, the I Run Beacon shirts are also exclusive because you can only get them by uh, registering yeah, yeah. registering that year before a certain date. I was like, we get that Footnote. all the time. Footnote, we yeah. We get that all the time. Well, can I get a shirt? Can I get a- yeah, you can get a shirt. Make sure you register on time before it goes to print. So typically, the race goes up live around June 1st, and you have until at least September 1st to order to make sh- to register to make sure you get a shirt, but you can register all the way up until the day of the race. Yeah, and here's a pro tip for you. Register early. 
way because yeah. we provide two things that way. One, you're definitely going to get a shirt, so you don't have to worry that's. about whether or not you're going to get a shirt. But two, that's when we have our early bird special for you to sign up. So, you know, it pays to come in early. It pays for you to let us know that you're going to be there. And then, you know, and again, you know, this race, hopefully it'll continue to grow and, and be great. But again, because we're, you know, it's not because we're trying to be penny pinchers, but really because every dollar that we get in, we've got to be good stewards over that to make sure that we're able to provide the most amount of dollars to our youth. That's why we don't order extra shirts. I know you go to other events and they'll have a, a table full of shirts and yeah. they're just throwing them around. Those things cost dollars and cents, actual ones. So we really get a little, that's why we get so tight on that because we don't want to be wasteful. We want to be good stewards over your money, good stewards um, and partners to the community and ultimately be good champions for our youth. And that's why we do that. So kicking things over to all things youth and what else is going on here at Iron Beacon. If you haven't noticed, we're quite busy. We have a youth podcast group starting up here in Beacon, and that is going to be led by our board member, Brandon. So Brandon, yes, do you yes. want to just, you know, obviously we're here on a podcast. Yes, this so is this Beacon. Is the, this is the <laughs> thing that we're going to be, that, that they're going to be learning and doing. But you want to talk a little bit about your podcast program and what that looks like? Yes. Yeah, so, so we're going to be running. Uh, seven-week podcast program through in partnership with uh, Beacon Library. And it's a program that is going to be teaching the youth essentially the basics of podcasting, how to conduct interviews, how to pretty much create their own content, their own show. And then we're going to give them, you know, uh, give them the opportunity, the experience to create and then share with the world. I know for, for me personally, like this is something we've been trying to do for a while as an organization, I Am Beacon. And I think right now podcasting is just it's taken the, off. it's taken off yes so much so I kind of feel like we've been ahead of the curve a little bit we've kind of saw this well, you, coming you you have been you, ahead because yeah, you, <laughs> you've been you've been pitching the podcast to at I am Beacon board meetings I can probably date back to what are we in now? Twenty at least twenty sixteen, twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah, you're asking yeah. me, and I'm and, and I wasn't in the podcast world, so I'm like yeah. yeah work on it bring bring, me, bring 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 me more bring me more you know but then the more you were talking about it and then then i was hearing other people and then then i'm hearing about this podcast and, that, and i'm like uh, brandon might be so, th so then like i started calling you like make sure you bring me that like, like, like i'm not i'm not blowing you off i'm just not there yet i'm yeah, not sold yeah, yeah, yet yeah. everything know? everything takes time you know and and it's been good you know for you know for me personally just kind of this whole experience you know and when i think what I think overall what podcasting can do for our young people is one, it'll provide them with actual skills that they can use and then go and make a career out of, whether it be whether it be in the content creating world, whether it be in networking, or just knowing how to navigate in different environments, things mm -hmm. like and that. And I'll, I'll add to that too, because we are in a world, and those of you who know me know that I'm in the business world, but we are in a world where communication... <laughs> has taken a yeah. nosedive, yes. right? Yes. So when you think about what these students will learn with the youth or what, when they engage, it's really going to challenge them to think about their communication skills yes. Yes. and also allow them to exercise them in a way that they may aren't, they may not be getting in the traditional classroom sense, which yes. that's what gets me really jazzed. Yeah. And, and definitely in a way that they're not going to learn on their smartphone. 
Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, I do know that voice technology is up, but I don't think that's going to solve the issue yeah, no, of, no. you know, <laughs> communicating clearly, yeah. you know, getting to your message and, and feeling comfortable, right? Because I think, you know, we kind of give the youth a bad rap in the sense that, oh, they don't even know how to talk All to you, time. basically. Yeah. You know, but at the end of the day, like, if they don't have to use it, it's like a muscle like anything else. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Like, so they're not getting the opportunity to express themselves. And I love this podcast program for that because it's just going to give them the opportunity to exercise their first find their voice yes Mm -hmm. and then exercise it enough so that it does become not something that later on in life becomes a a hindrance for them Mm -hmm. to get to opportunity but it might just be the thing that separates them from the masses in terms of hey this kid really shows up well yeah yeah and i want to go back to something you said too before and i kind of think it's a misconception about how we think that young people don't know how to communicate I don't think it's that they don't know how to communicate. We just don't know how to understand it. And what I think is cool about podcasting is it kind of brings our world and their world together in a way to where they're they're participating, like they're not just being spoken down to, and they're also being validated saying, okay, my way of doing things does work with how you do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So perfect example, you know, with podcast, so, you know, I have my nephew here with me. I work with a lot of young people. They are so in tune to the technology side of it. So things like there's this thing called Discord, which is a, is a huge communications platform that is used by a lot of younger people that us adults aren't necessarily aware of, but is used a lot for gaming, live streaming, like it's essentially I mean Mikey can 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 attest to it it sounds like it's like the new version of like what Facebook or Instagram is supposed to be but a more like more focused in the sense of like what its aim is supposed yeah, to be yeah but these are things that now these kids are bringing to me that now gets implemented to the program so it's taking something that they already know and building upon it and now finding out okay well now the whole aspect of talking and communicating with people this is how we kind of blend it with this technology so it's really emerging of two worlds coming together and us just giving them the platform to kind of figure it out and play around in that like that sandbox per se yeah and then and i i think that's where we are like as a society you know when, when even when it comes to organizations that's why i'm always cognizant of it as like how are we going to build iron beacon like people look at us and like well you guys are young so you guys know social and i'm like yeah, we're, we're young, but I got board members who they're not even on social media. Yeah. I'm like, you speak know? for yourself. So, so <laughs> like, yeah, but, 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 but like the, the older generation looks at us like we're supposed to know everything. And I'm saying, ah, maybe I'm old now. I don't I don't know. Because like, like some of the stuff that you're talking about right now, like, yeah, I'm not I'm not there neither. So so as 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 a leader in an organization or someone who's, who's leading a group of people, I just feel like um, my mind has to stay open. Yeah. A hundred percent of the times, you know, to just to see what it see, see what else is out there and uh, just through my experience of being with uh, different organizations I, I, I think by by not having that that open-minded sense that as where some organizations kind of like uh so lack of a better word kind of failed yeah. you know because one thing also about young people that i'm noticing and i was relatively young and still am you know they're, they're not just going to accept it and stay around either to no. see to, that as watching something that's not staying that as that that's not up to date into what's going on they're not going to stick around and say oh okay all right i'll keep doing it your way the, the, they'll figure the, it out the, they'll disappear go yeah. somewhere else start their own thing or and like you're saying like figure it out somewhere else so i i, I think that's that that's incredible i'm 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 hoping to see the program get up 
up, get up, get running, and for myself to learn from it. Yeah, and like I said, it's just you know, it's just it's a good you know, especially with you know where we are now. You know, we've been kind of talking. I feel like there's been kind of this, this theme about 2020 and how the silver lining and kind of making the best out of situations. And to some degree, I do think that this pandemic has force people to kind of be like okay like I can't interact and socialize the way I used to do it so now I have to find other ways that isn't just me sitting in front of uh a monitor you know yeah. what I mean like just finding different ways to interact and and podcasting has like I, I mean it's it was already blowing up but I feel like in the last couple months there's been more attention on it because people are just looking they're looking for outlets. And they're looking it's for pre- different ways to digest material, right? Because yeah, yeah. I think, you know, personally, being someone who works in corporate America, you know, I know it. I know it from my coworkers, people. You know, Zoom fatigue is real, mm-hmm. right? And, mm-hmm. like, if every time I want to digest content, I have to sit here and I have to stare at this screen and I have to be in front of this computer, ugh, that's tough. Whereas through podcasting, and I've been a podcaster for a minute now, and mainly because I always had a long commute I was mm-hmm. always in cars yep. all the time and you and for me personally I can I I relax by learning that's how I relax yep. so instead of you know you can only listen to music for so long let me go ahead and learn something or hear a story mm-hmm. or something like that and that's where podcasting kind of caught me and I got the podcasting bug but beyond that right like particularly during this pandemic when you're listening to a podcast, you could be doing anything. You could be you could be cleaning your house. You could be out for a jog. You can be, yep. you know, at the park watching your kiddo, you know, from a distance, right? And you're able to still enjoy and digest the content in a, in real time. Yep. And and what's 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 cool about podcasting too, like from the creating standpoint, like so we're saying podcasts. We're, we're it's a podcast program. But it's really more than that because it's more than just podcasting. There's so many different avenues that you can get into. Um, there's live streaming. There's YouTubing, which is just a matter of just adding the actual visual piece of it. So this is like literally just the foundation to so many other platforms and avenues. So we're just going to be giving, you know, we want to start you guys off with the basis. And then from there, build you guys up as yeah. as you continue building. And, and, the, and this is kind of like the foundational element mm-hmm. that they'll need. So this is like giving them the platform that they can then springboard off of and go into all these different new channels that they are wanting to ultimately get to, but providing them with the knowledge base and the functionality piece to help them be that much stronger when they get to these other platforms and how it actually manifests itself. So I think it's great. I think, you know, the one thing about this particular program is that, you know, as an organization for many, many, many years, we've been wanting to get to a place where we start to do actual programming and everything, Mm -hmm. all things beacon is youth lack robust programming. And what I love about this is that we wanted to really challenge ourselves to make sure that we weren't bringing something in to compete with something else Mm -hmm. that already exists. We always want to find that white space and this particular podcast group this program provides that like in a nutshell, right? Like this is the, this is truly 
nailing it from that lens because it's like, hey, we're not saying compete with the Boy Scouts or compete with anything else that's mm-hmm. out there. If, if anything, this is a program that is a, could be a complement to other programs yes. that are out there. So it, it's a good like plug-in play sort of program. So people who are interested in it, what, what are some of the outlets of, of where they can find out about it, how are they sign um, up? Or, so uh, information is being posted through the Howland Library. Yep. Okay. So you can find it on their Facebook. So we were looking to start at the end of this month, but we're going to wait until December just because with a lot of kids going back to school and doing Zoom, we understand that there is this kind of, you know, that fatigue that you talked about earlier, Brooks. And an so, adjustment period, right? Yeah, yeah. So so we, we do have one person signed up, but we're going to move them into the December group and we're going to continue promoting it some more. But this is a completely free program as well. So I just want to make sure that's out there. And um, this will be hopefully the first of many other uh, programs that will be running. And like you said, it's ran in conjunction with the Howland Public Library yes, located sir. in Beacon. Yes, sir. Yep. Yeah. And this, and you know, just so people know, this particular program, it'll start in December. You're targeting a certain age group, right? It's, yes. It's teens, really. Yes. Grade 7 to 12. Yep. So if you are a teen, grade 7 to 12, this sounds like something that you or your friends or all of you want to really learn and grow and understand that under the, how to get those foundational building blocks to podcasting. This is a free program to you, so make sure you get to the, the Howland Library. You can go on their website, or you can also register by emailing Michelle at community at beaconlibrary.org, and Michelle will make sure that you guys are registered and ready to go for the class. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to this one I think this is going to be really fun exciting you know I can't wait to hear some of the content that they pull together and hopefully share that more broadly with the community you know hopefully you guys will check out of the Sims's Beacon future episode and it'll it'll spotlight some of the kids in the program yeah, and like I said, I'm I'm just glad to see where this is beginning at, is it with all this. You know, like I said, Brandon brought this initiative four or five years ago, and and um, to just see where it is now to 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 part of our organization to now, yeah, part of so like what you talked about of providing that programming. I think as an organization and us taking steps, we're, we're building as we go too. You know, that's that's why like, like we can never say it enough. Um, like you said, this is being partnered with the Howland Public Library collaboration. We can't. We we can't say that enough that as that's like the, mm-hmm. the the foundation of Iron Beacon. Um the, the I can't even think of nothing that we do that is like, oh no, I am beating that. Own. Yeah, you know? I no, think everything just, that we've talked about has partnered it, it, somewhere it, so along the way. Exactly, and and, and 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 the power of collaboration is 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 almost the essence of community. The, the way I see things, you know. But uh, hashtag Avengers, just yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. And so, so that brings us to our final piece here. Um, all things I am Beacon, and this is really just a peek under the tent. But we will be expanding into becoming a membership organization in 2021, which is super exciting for us. Like, as you may have heard, or you can hear, like, you know, we are small, but we are mighty at I Am Beacon today. We have a ton of people that raise their hands and help to volunteer. We don't do anything on our own, but as we start to formal, you know, formally move down the process, down the pathway in terms of expanding our organization, membership has been something that has been on the docket for quite some time. We've done our due diligence to get all our ducks in a row and all that. So come 2021, we will become a, a, an official membership organization. So if you want, if you want to become part of I Am Beacon, you want to join us, right? Like you want to officially become a member of I Am Beacon, 
what we're going to encourage you to do is go to our website, imbeacon.org, and give us your email address. We just want to get interest, right? How many people out there want to join IM Beacon and, and want to get further information on that? So today, the only thing we're going to ask that you do is go out to www.imbeacon.org and throw us your email address so that we have you in the bucket when we do fully open our doors. Yeah, because I think that's going to be a great avenue for us to get your information and for us to make, you, make sure you're going to get the updates as we move forward, number one. Number two, I don't want to assume, but I'm just going to assume that you like the IM Beacon Facebook page. <laughs> so uh, I'm just going to throw that out there. But but not lastly or thirdly, however I word it, but I strongly encourage everybody and anybody who has any type of interest to uh, visit the website and put your information in. Our mission here with IM Beacon is to inspire and empower all individuals to make a positive contribution to their community. Regardless of who you are, we really want to make sure that, you know, and a lot of people ask, you know, I think in the early days we struggled with this quite a bit because we just kept saying, like, we want to give back to the community. We want to yeah. give back to the community. And a lot of people are but like, in what way and how? And you may, and you know, and, and that was something that we were young when we got started. And some people were like, that's never going to work. Good luck with that, you yeah. know? And, you know, now what I say is that, you know, we are broad, but that is by design. We are broad based because we are locked to this community. Our goal is to take care of our backyard in whatever facet that is. So that's why when there is a community concern happening, we raise our hands and we make sure we have a seat at the table. You know, we really... We pride ourselves on what I call local intelligence, right? There are a lot of folks that will raise their hands. There are a lot of national initiatives. There's a lot of even uh, countywide initiatives that happen that come down the pipeline. And then we're like, who is this serving? <laughs> yeah. Like, who yeah. is this serving? We are the reverse engineer of that. We say bottoms up, grassroots oriented, right? So we want to make sure that, you know, we're connected to the community, whether it's the business owners or the school district or it's the city, right? Like, we're making sure that we're keeping those lines of communications open, also fostering the right relationships yeah. so that when we do show up, it's not like we're strangers, Right. We're, we're actual people that have a, a commitment to this community and, and working to solve issues that are impacting the folks of our community. Yeah. And I like how you, I like your term uh, local intelligence, you know, because yeah. uh, yeah. number one, I think that's highly needed, you know, because when you have the what's going on in the nation, what's going on in the state, what's going on in the county, you know, and th that could be so confusing and get overwhelming at times. I personally like to call those all distractions. You know, because um, the the when you get down to the grassroots and you're talking to the the, the general public, some of them some sometimes that that's only the only information that they're told they're they're told through social media or see on TV. But it's like, well, let's get down to Beacon. Like none of that really matters to Beacon and our Beacon issues. You know, mm -hmm. so I try to make sure that that we're also clear on when you're going to get involved in what our mission is or what we're doing, that all the distractions, well, let's, let's knock all those off and let's, let's stay with our local intelligence and, and stay in our place, build our foundation and then, and, and, and start from there, you know? Yeah. Um, if, if, if you have other interests, like within county level stuff, state level stuff, uh, yeah, we, those might be other avenues, but as far as our purpose, what we're trying to do, everything is based off of the 4.9 square miles, as you always say, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's, it, it's all... 
the back to the name of this podcast. This is Beacon. You know, yes. we need to focus on stuff that that we can focus on things, things that we can make change in, and uh, anything, anything uh, above us. You know, we handle that through another avenue. This, yeah, and I think, and it's not to say that that doesn't matter because it does. It's just when you think about I am Beacon, you think about the things that we want to be um, a part of, and we really want to be focused on. It's about you know, and I'll you know I'll, I'll pull from my corporate language there. It's we're really concerned about the last mile. We're really concerned about the end of the chain here. So if you are someone that's interested in county stuff or state legislation and all that stuff, and it's not to say that you don't have a place here. It's just that the work that we're going to be doing is just further down the funnel. Right. Yeah. So yeah. so we appreciate the work that you're doing at that level. But when you're saying like, you know, if I want to be about a be a part of I am Beacon, like why would I choose I am Beacon over choosing something like, you know, you know, you could you could focus your efforts on like the NAACP National. Right. <laughs> like you could you could join that organization and still show up in Beacon. You can join the Girl Scouts and show up in Beacon. You can do a lot of those things for I am Beacon. It's really about translating all of that great work and understanding how it manifests itself literally inside the the territory that which is beacon and that's really what we're worried about and the other thing too that means that you know you may be the person that's securing the funding that comes down the pathway or you might be the people that are actually packing the bags and handing those back to school book bags actually to the school right so like we're the last mile of that long chain of things and yeah. and the other thing i would say you know why would you get involved with iron beacon as you notice and or you may have heard you know a lot of the stuff that we have been a part of is innovative and one of the things that I say quite a bit is that I love to spark the flame of possibility in others, right? And it's that idea that, you know, I don't have all the answers, right? But you may be out there saying, hey, here's a need in the community. I just don't have the avenue or the structure to bring this to bear. Where do I go with that, right? Like, like a lot of nonprofits are locked in what it is that they actually provide to the community, which may be close to what you're doing, but not exactly it, right? I Am Beacon is structured in such a way that as long as we're providing education, collaboration, community, if we're, if we're, focus on those values, we have the flexibility and the opportunity that when we come together, can we make this work? Can we build the collaborative effort in order to solve that problem? Can we check that box? Yes. Can we increase community spirit by going down this pathway? Yes. Are we providing education or awareness to the community? Yes. You know, if we can check those three boxes, we will pull it together and we will make it work. And a great example of that would be the the Rock Out for Mental Health event that we had last year. So um, we do get behind community initiatives that solve for issues within our community. Community. We do have that level of flexibility and open-mindedness to explore opportunities. You know, it all just comes down to manpower and ability to get it executed. Yeah, and I think you hit it on the head, I'm saying, because it's uh, it's about that commitment. And like you said, education and raising awareness are like big, good key elements that, that give us that flexibility. One thing that I want to take a little point of uh, clarification on is as you hear a lot of the collaborations and as you were just talking, you kept saying how we can do this, we can do that. Yes, we do it all together. So let me explain to you why it's I am Beacon, just so that people don't say, yes. well, you keep saying all this we stuff, but it says I am Beacon. Yeah, the, the why 
eye behind the eye is just the self-accountability and self-responsibility within each individual. So it's what am I going to do to make a positive contribution to this community? And the more eyes we get, the the we we the we we become yes and and that and that too you know brandon says it all the time that we are the avengers right so it's about you bringing your superpower to the table because i'm bringing my superpower ruben's bringing his superpower brandon's bringing his superpower now what we're asking you to do is you already know your superpower bring it to this bring it to the board yeah join the team yeah and join the team so that we can make it happen and and really you know nourish this community yeah, I think that's the goal. Yeah. And so just one last thing, just to make sure you understand all the way through the line, the why behind the eye. So when you are saying I am beacon, if you read the back of our shirts, what you're really saying is I am and beacon is an acronym for building, engaging, activating, communicating, organizing and nourishing my community. Right. So that's what you're doing when you say I am beacon. It's not just I'm a product of beacon. I'm born and raised in beacon, but it's no, I'm taking care of beacon in whatever way I can from where I am so you don't have to be doing everything that I like it's not to say oh I'm going to do everything that Brooke and Ruben and Brandon are doing I'm going to do exactly what they're doing you just may be making sure that you're you know you make that one small decision to go to a local store instead of driving out to Fishkill and you know spending your dollars at one of the big box retailers right if you make that decision you are beacon you're you're giving back to the community you're making sure that you're keeping the community top of mind so so yep and 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 even when it comes down to programming you know I I do a lot of coaching and beacon who Hoops, football with the Pop Warner, youth football, and some communities don't have these programs. So even by you getting your kid registered and involved into the youth programs that Beacon provides, you are I am Beacon because yep. without without your kids, I, I can't coach nobody. Yes. You know, so um, whatever contribution that you bring to make the community what it is, you are a part of it. So it's not about where you live, where you grew up, where you were born, where you were raised. It was like, where are you providing your energy and doing your work? Yes. And that and and that's the other thing I wanted to tap into, too, is that it's not about money. It's not about, you know, any of that. It's about your time, your energy, your commitment, where your heart is. Right. And and that's really, you know, the big the big difference between what I am Beacon is trying to deliver to the community versus, you know, maybe like a national organization. And that's where we personally, each one of us have decided to put our energy, right? Because we all could have been joining multiple organizations. And this is the one that we decided that one, because we didn't see it. We yep. gave ourselves permissions to dr- the permission to dream to make it happen, and now here we are. You know, kudos to everyone in this room and everyone on the I Am Beacon board because it's been a long journey to get us here, and we're we're so excited for this next phase. And we're we're you know, if you're out there and you're like, hey, I definitely want to join. We are open arms. We can't we're wait here. to we can't wait to meet you. We can't wait to talk to you. We can't wait to see what your energy and your your you know your your superpower is, right? Mm-hmm. So so the first question we'll probably ask you and make sure we have that in the first meeting, everybody go around and, and tell us what your superpower is just so that we all know which kind of Avenger you're going to be. Yeah, you go put it around <laughs> the table so you know, find the place for you. Yeah, yeah. So super excited. And, you know, and to those of you that have been following us for years, have been helping us and all that stuff, please know that in our minds, you, you're you already members. Yeah. We just yeah. can't <laughs> wait to finalize this yeah, thing. I, I was going to say, yeah, definitely shout out to the people who've already been supporting and been, you, you, you've also encouraged and, and 
inspire us to get to this level. So please, please believe your, your, your attendance has not gone unnoticed. No, not at all. Not at all. So, so yeah, so I think uh, that wraps it up. All things I am Beacon. What are the latest I am Beacon happenings? Thank you for joining us. Thanks to both of you here for, you know, adding some color behind the scenes because, you know, we are all about transparency. So we want yeah. to give you the full story. You heard it here first. And uh, yeah, look forward to hearing um, or seeing you or hearing you or you hearing me next time on uh, This is Beacon. You have been listening to This is Beacon, a dynamic duo high five production in association with I Am Beacon, a nonprofit organization. 